2: about the eternal destination, from Satan's viewpoint, has to do with deception. It's an interesting word. To cause to believe what is untrue. In other words, the goal of deception is to get you to believe what that person, that company says is true, but it's not true. They know it's not true,
0: but the goal is to deceive you. You and me. In the book of Revelation we read that the serpent called Satan deceives the whole world. Some of us may be familiar with the line the greatest trick the devil pulled is convincing the world he doesn't exist. One of the most dangerous tools used against mankind is simply getting us to focus on the here and now rather than eternity. In today's edition of Lessons for Living Pastor Mark discusses how each and every one of us is under constant attacks of deception and lies. In our study, we'll learn how the enemy seeks to lead us astray and divert us from the salvation that God provided for all of mankind. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with part one of his message entitled, Your Final Destination, Don't Be Deceived.
2: Matthew chapter seven. A few months ago, we saw this in the newspaper, and it was quite shocking. It came from an area of the world that many of you have not been in. I've been there. It's Istanbul. What happened was one sheep. There was fifteen hundred sheep, and a bunch of shepherds. The Turkish men were the shepherds, and they were walking their flock and. They, they left the flock and went not far away. I don't know how far, maybe a couple hundred yards and had breakfast. Well, one of the sheep was inquisitive and saw this little ravine and walked over to this area that he was interested in and, and jumped. Well, it was a deep ravine and he went off this cliff and killed himself. Well, before the shepherds could do anything... The other 1,500 sheep did exactly the same thing. 450 sheep died instantly. The reason all 1,500 didn't die? Because they fell on the other sheep instead of the rocks. You see, the Bible talks about you and about me in a spiritual sense that we're sheep. Sheep need shepherds, and as you look at that, understand that I'm a sheep this morning, and you're a sheep, and well, sheep are not created to be independent, sheep are not created to be self-sufficient, really we know sheep are not too smart, and they cannot survive by themselves. You can call, a cow can learn to come home. I've seen it. Many of you know that. A sheep will not come home. And so these sheep died because they just blindly followed one after the other, after the other, after the other. And there was no shepherd nearby. They were too late to stop them. 450 died. First principle I want you to write today is this. All people need a real shepherd. You see, your sheep, you need a shepherd. God designed that. He designed his kids, his children, his sheep to have a shepherd. Now, we know the great shepherd is obviously God. In this teaching today, we'll talk about this principle. Last week, we learned... As Jesus finished this Sermon on the Mount, chapters 5, 6, and 7, the greatest sermon ever preached, he gave us four warnings that had to do with our final destination. These four warnings involved two ways. We talked about that last week the broad way, the narrow way. Today, two trees, and then two kinds of followers. Next week, two foundations. We were reminded last week that life is not a playground. It is a battlefield. And life is filled with choices, and not about, we don't worry about the small choices, what you're going to eat today and which ball game you're going to watch or whatever. But the choices we talked about were eternal. You see, the right choice and the wrong choice. If we make the wrong choice, we end up at the wrong destination. In this building today, we have people younger kids and then we have teenagers and students and so you might be over here in in these early teenagers and then they get to the 20s and the 30s and the 40s and the 50s and we just keep it we have people over here probably in the 70s 90s well in this span is called life and you have lots of choices and Jesus warnings are about one thing our destination when we die where will you go There's only heaven, and there's only hell. There's just two. So what you want to think in your own life is, when I get here, where will I be? That's what his warnings are about. In fact, there's nothing more important than knowing when you die, when I die, where will I spend eternity? Sometimes we don't think about that enough. And sometimes we just think life goes on and on and on. Yesterday morning while I was studying, I got a phone call and it was the West Melbourne police telling me to call the Melbourne police. So I called the Melbourne police and they gave me a name of a number and throughout the day, here's the scenario. We have a lady who comes here, has been coming here for years. Her 27 year old daughter was driving yesterday morning, turned the car over, over and over and over and was killed. Well, her granddaughter, the mother that comes here, is four years old today. She now this morning has no mother. You see, life can stop, boom, right here. It's, it's over. And the rest of that doesn't matter. It's where you spend eternity. Now, the reason life is, a, is not a playground but a battlefield is because of this next point. Everything about the eternal destination, from Satan's viewpoint, has to do with deception. It's an interesting word. To cause to believe what is untrue. In other words, the goal of deception is to get you to believe what that person, that company says is true, but it's not true. They know it's not true. But the goal is to deceive... You and me. I typed in the word deception in the computer this week. Look at the first thing that came up. (laughs) Isn't this interesting? The first thing that really came up was a cream. It says, when age and stress and laugh lines have run over your face, reach for deception. (laughs) That's that's their commercial. You got to be kidding me! And it's a cream. It's about forty-five bucks for that cream. I remember in pharmacy, I used some a creams. A little bit of this, a little tween eighty, little oil, whatever. Amazing! Can you imagine, honey? What are you doing? Oh, I'm putting on my deceptions. <laughs> Unbelievable! Deception, causing us to think that that's at that forty-five bucks is going to solve the issue. Well, I thought about this deception, and I decided to take some newspapers out. Last, USA Today, seniors should act to keep scam wolves from the door. In other words, huge article because seniors are prime target for people that take advantage and deceive. Especially widows. And they just ripped them off. So here's a whole article about deception. Well, there was another one. This is Wednesday, October 19th. On the bottom, and this replaces. So you can see what it says up there. It says, finding a contractor. Now, that's scary. How many of you in the... In the last year since the hurricanes went through and whatever, you had to do a little reconstruction, a roof or a house or something inside or whatever. How many had a little trouble finding an honest contractor? You weren't deceived. Can I see your hands? You see, people, when they know they can take advantage, they take advantage. Deception. On that same article, that same page, the headline is the one you see in the overhead. It says this. Teens define sex in new ways well I read that and I knew deception is all over that article let me read a little to you shocked parents don't understand casual attitude the generational divide between baby boomer parents and their teenage offspring is sharpening over sex big difference over sex Oral sex, that is. More than half of 15 to 19-year-olds are doing it. See, this article isn't only for our teens that are here. This article is for you as parents. The parents are shocked. You see, here's the, here's the deception that's come from Satan, from TV, from MTV, and from the crowd. We have 15-year-old girls and boys, starting at that age, that are practicing oral sex, and they're taught that it's not an intimate thing. In fact, it's a, it's a benefit of just having a relationship. You can just go to a party and have lots of oral sex, and you're, you never get pregnant. There's no transmission of STDs. It's just kind of a friendly thing, and it, it keeps you a virgin for your life. This is, the, this is the message. That's why they're doing it. Now, where did that come from? You see, in the, in the, us as parents, we, we kind of remember this. We, we dated, and we kissed, and we made a commitment. We got married. Then we had intercourse, and then we had oral sex in, in marriage. Well, today, it's, well, it's different. You can have all the sexuality you want over here. And again, this is just some of the kids, because some of the kids have sex and intercourse. and everything. But you can have oral sex, and it's okay. It's just kind of like a cool thing to do. But notice what this article says later. This is not a Christian article. Some experts are increasingly worrying that a generation that approaches intimate behavior so casually... Might have difficulty forming healthy, intimate relationships later on. How did this happen? How do we have 15 year olds down in the genital area saying it's, it's just a casual deal? How did that happen? It happened like this. Satan is a deceiver. Now, what is the truth? I'll give you the truth. Let's say Satan says this. Teenager, anything goes. But you know, if Satan would say this. If you have oral sex, no, you won't get pregnant. But you could get tremendous problems with STDs because they do. It will really ruin your reputation, you will follow the crowd, but there's going to come a day when you're going to be very disgusted with yourself. In fact, you're going to be very, very angry at yourself. And once you get married, those memories will be there. And it's going to actually hurt your whole life. Now, if Satan said that, do you think the kids would be doing it? Well, no. So Satan lies and he says, you can't get pregnant. It's no big deal. You're still a virgin. Enjoy. It's deception. Parents, you don't have a clue. Find out what your kids are doing. Talk to them. The Bible speaks very specifically about this. And those of us that are parents know that oral sex is just as intimate as any other part of sex. Incredibly intimate. But our kids are deceived. Well, who causes this? Satan. You see Satan, he's a deceiver. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 that Satan is an angel of light. He deceives. He's a devil, but he actually appears as an angel of light. He's the great deceiver. And it's not just in sexual areas. It's in all kind of areas. And the areas that Jesus is going to talk about today is this area of spiritual deception. It's one thing to be deceived about the things of this earth. But it's another whole thing to be deceived about where I spend eternity. So that's what the warnings are going to come from Jesus as we go through this. Now, Let's take a look and see what we can learn about this. I'm going to give you today four warnings. Two we learned last week. Here they are quickly. Warning number one, don't be deceived by the majority. We learned that last week. The majority of people actually are deceived, especially about spiritual things. In fact, most don't even think about their final destination. They're, they're just living for now and they're living for themselves. Why is the sexual thing such a big deal today? Because the kids are deceiving. They're going by the majority. It's just group parties. It's a group thing. It's a friends with benefits, they call it. Just a relationship. Friends with benefits. And the benefits is all sex. So they go with the, the multitude. It must be right. Normally, what Jesus says, the crowd is not right. Remember, he said, here's the narrow way, and here's the broad way. Very few go on the narrow way, but everybody goes in the broad way. But the broad way ends in destruction. By the way, if you're a teen this morning and you've already blown it, God can restore you right now, and you can start again. We've all blown it in lots of ways. Just repent, start again. That's what God does for us, because when we get the truth, we make a good choice. The second warning is this, don't be deceived by human wisdom. You see, man is deceived into thinking he or she knows more than God. Pastor Mark, that's old stuff. We don't have to go by that old Victorian stuff. It isn't Victorian stuff at all. It's biblical. Your maker designed sex to be incredibly great after marriage. The majority of people today are deceived. We learned last week, most people think when they get to heaven, they will get to heaven here because of good works. They're deceived. It's wrong. 100% wrong. Now, as we begin Matthew chapter 7, we start in verse 15. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. Let me just talk to you about what a false prophet is. false prophet will interplay terms today. A false prophet in the Old Testament just spoke for God. So today a false prophet can be a false teacher, Bible teacher, small group teacher, television teacher, whatever, a false shepherd or a false pastor or a false priest. So I'll use the term teacher and pastor a lot or shepherd as we go through. So Jesus says, beware of false teachers. Now why would Jesus say, beware of false teachers? Were there false teachers then? Well, sure. You see, if you go buy a house, and if the people are honest, and you see this big sign that says, beware of bad dog, it means they have a... Bad dog. So Jesus says, hey, I want to warn you. Watch out for false teachers. That means there are false teachers. It's a warning. It comes from Jesus. Now, that brings us to warning number three of the four that we'll do today. Number three warning. Don't be deceived by others or false teachers or false shepherds. Or false pastors or false priests. This is not a new warning. In the Old Testament, we had false prophets and false shepherds. Many times spoken of. Jesus' time, there were false teachers, false prophets. Paul talks about them. He says, when I leave the church, there's going to be some. He, Peter talks about them. In the end times, there's going to be false teachers. So it's not like, well, this was something that happened in Jesus' time, doesn't affect us today. Right today, there are false teachers and preachers and pastors and priests and people in our churches. Look what Peter says. You see right here, Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1. But there were also false prophets in Israel, speaking basically about the Old Testament, just as there will be false teachers among you today, right here. That's what Peter says. They will, here's the deception, cleverly, cleverly teach their destructive heresies. In other words, lies. They'll convince you that this is what God said and it's not what he said about God and turn against their master who brought them theirs will be a swift and terrible end now you might say well Pastor Mark it's cool that you want to talk about false teachers today and whatever and, but I mean what effect could a false teacher really have on the church do you remember the sheep illustration all it takes is one sheep to go and the other sheep go hey that sounds like a new good thing let's go for it notice what the next word in verse 2 is many Many people, many sheep, many Christians will follow the false teachers, their evil teaching, their shameful immorality. And because of them, Christ in his true way, the right way, will be slandered. What is one of the motives? We'll hear more about this in a moment. What is the one of the motives of false teachers? We see in verse 3. In their greed, they will make up clever lies. Not just lies, but clever lies. Why? To deceive us. To get a hold of whose money? Your money. The church. See, money is huge. But God condemned them long ago and their destruction is on the way. Understand that everything you own is God's, not yours. It's God's. And when we teach on money we teach on it when we get it in the Bible we talk about it If I just want to say this to you this morning if you're not giving if you're not tithing if you're not doing things on a regular basis then you're missing out on everything God wants in your life see it's not, it's not about you being given a card or there's a little thermometer up here with the thing I'm giving or whatever you need to give to God because God says to give to Him and He loves you to give to Him you say well I can't really do that well you're the one missing out on the blessing but see you can't be manipulated to give and that's what exactly happens in the church People are manipulated. Christian TV, and I'll get to that later, manipulates so many people. So, as you look at that, you say, well, that's cool for Peter. He wrote that, but are there any false teachers today in our churches? Could there be a wolf dressed like a sheep right here? Could there be? Could there be? All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to look very closely at the person next to you. (laughs) Do they look like a sheep? Take a look under their sleeve. Is there black, hairy? (laughs) Ask them to show you their teeth. Do they look a little funky? (laughs) You say, Pastor Mark, you're ridiculous. (laughs) Let me say something to you. There are wolves here. There's always wolves. They're here. You know who I'm speaking to.
0: Trying to convince someone that they're in need of something they don't believe in can be quite the challenge. Unfortunately for many, the need for salvation is simply laughed at or ridiculed by those who've yet to receive Christ. In today's message, Pastor Mark taught us about the dangers of deception and how the enemy seeks to lead us astray from the truth. That truth is that salvation comes only through Jesus Christ.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu.
0: Over the course of history, since the beginning of the church, there have been several accounts of people being led astray from God's truth. From false doctrines to entirely new religions, deception has crept its way into the church. In our next message, Pastor Mark will warn us of the deception that continually seeks to distort the truth. In our study, we'll learn how to recognize deception and how to better guard our minds and hearts. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right.
1: in a hurry.